Thank you so much for listening to Interview with DJ Nocturna. I'm speaking to the electro-dub duo from Bristol, England, Revo. Hi, guys. Hey, hey. what's up, Nocturna? I got Andy Spaceland and T-Relly for joining me all the way from Bristol. You guys are in Bristol, right? Right now. Yeah, I mean, we thought we'd, we were kind of hoping we we're going to be in Hawaii by this. Yeah, time. We were, yeah, we were hoping. This, yeah. <laughs> we thought we were going to be on location. That was that was that was the idea. I was I was I was, I was like, yes, Hawaii, here we come. But yeah, we're in we're in Bristol. You know, I know you have a new album that just came out, All Welcome on Planet Revo. So I guess you could do that. <laughs> definitely, definitely. There's always Hawaii on Planet Revo. Have you guys been here before? Not yet. Okay, I never been to Bristol either, and I would love to because it's it's such an amazing place that has brought about some of the best bands, particularly two of them I really love, and now and now you guys. Which bands? Uh, which which are your two favorite bands? Well, Massive Attack and uh, Portishead. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Portishead is just out of this world, and so is Massive Attack. And now I, I know you guys are. Um, were you guys both? Are you guys both from there, or are you just or are you? Born and raised. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm from Bristol, born and bred. Um, yeah, so and I can't really see myself leaving here. I'm always, I always come back wherever I, I go. I'm from originally from a place called Southampton, which is, oh yeah, the, the bum of England. It's just shaped like a bum, and it, it's a bit of a bum. But I, I came, yeah, I, I ended up here in 1989, so I've been here for. Oh wow, so you're, you're pretty much. Yeah. What, I, I what, feel, what are they called? What are the people there called? Bristolians. <laughs> I don't. Want, yeah, like just like us over here, right? We're like, well, I'm not Hawaiian, but I guess you can say something like that. <laughs> so, where are you? Where are you from originally? How did you end up in Hawaii? Uh, I've been here a long time. Originally from Guam. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I just I, I've been here just like you a long time ago, and yeah, so pretty much here. Yeah, the weather is. Um, everybody wants to come here. How's it? What's the weather there like? It's right been now. Right. Yeah, it's been the wet. Yeah, the weather's been brilliant to tell you the truth it's been brilliant and it's um it's strange because if you know british weather it you get we get every season in a space of four days do you know what i mean um but over the last what two three weeks we've had great sunshine and if you've been watching the news everywhere's had, had that great sunshine but f f to our own peril you know what i mean yeah yeah i know yeah i mean everywhere is like either either too cold Mm -hmm. or too hot or like whatever you know so yeah i i actually like england i like i love the weather the umbrellas and all that stuff believe it or not <laughs> yeah well, i i just uh, i bring my london london fog umbrella uh, <laughs> so so you guys are you guys have a partnership a collaboration you know forming rebo how did that all began well we we um we, it was through a mutual friend actually a friend of ours called paul blower who ran a graffiti shop in bristol Mm -hmm. um and uh, we both knew him sort of independently and um and paul knew that i was looking for a rapper for some music stuff i was doing and um i tried a few different people and nothing really fitted and then then paul just came up one day with a mixtape a release mixtape and just said hey listen to this this you'll, you'll, you'll love this and um <clears throat> i played it it was amazing ready came up and we did we did one did one jam up here sort of thing and just went yep that's kind of yeah exactly yeah. exactly what i wanted it to be like and um well i was hoping for my the thing i was doing to be like and then and then we started <coughs> collaborating and then and revo was formed from that really it was just kind of yeah it was just to kind of 
the most natural thing. Isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think I don't sure. I think you could hear that in the music as well, in the way that because um, everyone's a stranger until you're not a stranger. You know what I mean? And I think that's our, yeah, that's our, our, our mutual friend Blower, because I used to pass through, go past the under underpass, and he had his shop, King of Paint. And I used to just wave hello every now and again. One day I went in there and was like talking to him, spoke a bit about music. Then the next day I was like, oh yeah, he spoke about music and just dropped a CD. CD, which I haven't actually put out ever. It was just, it was just something I burnt off. And, and I think it was either that day or a day after, whenever, Blower's gone up to see Andy, left it here with you. And then, did you contact me or did Blower contact me? I can't remember. I think I did. I think you had it. I think I yeah, I think I might put an email on the, on the CD. Yeah, yeah, so I got an email and then we got up here. And I'm I'm someone who, who I personally think I know when something fits or doesn't fit or is not going to fit straight away. And I think mm. when we first played a bit of music, it wasn't typically the music I did, but it just felt right as well. So rip, rip one or two things, done it, laid it down and just, the it was just smooth it, it wasn't awkward it was just smooth everything just felt smooth so it just felt like it fitted and when we're going to make something to put out it was going to be right do you know what i mean and I, and I, and we started making some great music proper early on and i think yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes you meet people and you, you you collaborate and there's a it takes a bit of time to sort of iron out and tweak where you are where you're both at to make make the best sound sort of thing but it kind of just felt like we both those tweaking that that ironing out process didn't happen. It just we made the music and it was sounding great. Um, <laughs> trying to be as modest as possible, but yeah, it was sounding great straight away. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. As you know, as as people who both collaborate with different people and on on a lot of different things, and you know, different things uh, have different merits and and are harder to work out. And like like really says, some you know sometimes you got to really sort of go. Well, this could be good possibly, and you got to try and. I'll try and sort of trawl through it and sort of get all the good bits and try and make it good and and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but that it's just been an absolute breeze just working with, with him do you know what I mean it's just like from the, from the first vocal we did I just went that's exactly that sounds great and everything that every every time we've done stuff together it's just been this kind of just yeah it just works really well and it's just kind of it's a it's a it's a rare flower to have some where you kind of yeah. when you when you hit with someone and like really says different coming from different musical, you know, we're not kind of both come with the same record collections and have sort of come to the same place. We come with okay, yeah. very different experiences, very different musical backgrounds and and, dunk, and it just joins together in, in the perfect jigsaw piece and it just fits and it's just, just works. Yeah, definitely. yeah I was, I was going to ask that because it's so important to be, um to have that same kind of, um not exactly values, but just that, that energy, you know, that frequency to kind yeah, of be definitely. the same yeah, thing to actually flow, especially when it's like, when you're rapping, right? I think, I think personally, I think for me, making music is with making music outside of yourself, making music with someone else. It's like making friends. Do you know what I mean? You, you've, you've got to be on a certain level before anything even can materialize. And I think, um, I'm definitely fortunate enough to, to be on that frequency with Andy and, and yeah, so it is, it's absolutely what you, what you just said is, yeah, it's, it's about the frequency and that sort of the output then then changes to whatever those inputs were. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because because I guess when you guys are are in in sync, then all the good things happen. All the good things flow right after that. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel. And so and it's, it's it's just it's crazy because we 
being in Bristol is it, we're always doing stuff. We're always busy, so it wasn't. It's it's our, our working process isn't like go to a studio and sit there for hours and we're we're start working through things. Andy would would make something, send something to me, and just miraculously whatever I chose to put on it, it just worked. Like it spoke to me in the same way it was intended in, in its making. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's how you know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so, some, yeah, sometimes you really, like, yeah, as we said, you sometimes you really have to kind of, you get something, you go, yeah, that's good, although it wasn't quite well. And then you sort of spend ages trying to sort of like shimmy it in and trying to make it all, trying to make it sound like something that you want it to sound like. Whereas all I have to do with, with Relly is just kind of just bounce it off. Just basically, he does the vocal, he does, he does um, ad libs and, and doubles and then, and then goes off and it's just like there's not much to do it's a real you know it's kind of it sounds great just his voice records really well it's it's, it's yeah it's flows, it's flows off the scale it's deliveries off the scale it's just just yeah it's an easy job for a producer um mm -hmm. to, i don't know if yeah i know you gotta you gotta really you know um i know that um you guys have uh you, you guys just released your debut album it's called all welcome on planet revo uh in july on uh del orso records and Southern record distrib distributors, right? Yeah. yeah. So those that's a ten track. Uh, there's ten songs in there. So yeah. what was the basic um, theme, or how did that collaboration with the the debut album came out? This is where we probably say we're on the same frequency and say two different things, right? <laughs> well, I think for me, we we sort of came up with that name. I I sort of felt that. For me personally, it was something very different than what I've typically done. It felt like it, we were going somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? Um, but it all just fit together. I think the theme was a case of it being different, but with us being on the same frequencies, those differences were just the same thing in a different area. Do you know what I mean? On a different oh, okay. planet, we yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, and I think I think my 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 writing way in terms of trying to be humorous trying to be serious trying to be sort of have a level of social commentary to it as well it just felt like as soon as you land on this planet as soon as you play this you're going to be taken here and it's going to follow through each 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 tour from beginning to end you know yeah you know um i know being a rapper it's, it's not easy it's really not i mean that's uh it takes a lot of uh quick wit definitely I don't know. I don't know how 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 rappers or or singers, but especially rappers, because there's so many more words. But can remember? I can't remember what tomorrow, what what I'm doing today or tomorrow, sort of thing. But I don't know how a rapper can sort of sort of you know, do a vocal and then at some point go on stage and then have to not sort of go hold on to try and read try and remember what i've written sort of thing i mean how do you, i don't know how you remember i think it's selective I, I, think it, I think it's selective memory it is it is it's it's selfish selective memory because if i don't take a, sh a a list with me to the supermarket i'll forget everything i was supposed to buy do you know what i mean but i think for me it's when i'm writing lyrics they're my lyrics they're they they have they have meaning to me with an intent to have some type of meaning to someone else so that 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 seed and that lightning flash of creation is is so vivid it's hard to to forget do you know what i mean yeah. it's different when someone if someone could tell me something really great there's a chance that i'm gonna forget it but actually when when i've come up with that flash and i'm like wow that's mine 
it it just stores. I couldn't tell you how, but it, it does store. But it's not it's not easy because um yeah, it's really not. I mean, do you think it's uh, has a lot to do with like the rhyme? That's how you rem you remember it so quickly because of the rhyme. Because I know there's a rhyme. There's a sort of it's it's all it's a gift really. Because I used to I used to watch some spoken words here. Mm -hmm. It was a big thing here back in I don't know a few years ago. It was really big. I mean, people there was this event and everybody just like and they were just I was just so blown away at how they can retain just and just do it so quickly you know it's i think the rhyme is very important but actually more than the rhyme i think it's it's the placement it's the placement of where you where you are in your head at that point of writing that rhyme if if you can always take yourself to what you're talking about whatever whatever the subject is if you're there you can't escape from being there do you know what i mean i think the hardest point is remembering the first word that's for me personally the moment i remember the first okay, word yeah. of any verse i'm there i'm in that place you know but the times you you the times when that first word just isn't coming it's hard to to sort of imagine opening a door to somewhere the moment you open the door you know where you are but mm -hmm. when that yeah. door is closed that's a you really don't, good do you know what i mean yeah it's that's a really good um, every time i write or when i'm 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 on the mic whether it's in the studio on stage it's just a case of pulling that handle. The moment I open the door and I can see the view, I'm there. But mm -hmm. the tricky bit is when that door is not opening for that split of those few seconds and you're like, come on, brain, work. Get me through this door. I need this key. Wait, it's here. This is where it is. But then the, literally, the, but the music helps as well. Yeah. Because again, it come, the music's like the road. You know what I mean? The lyrics, are, the lyrics is the car, but the music is the road. Once the road appears, the car knows I'm driving. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 In fact, I was just thinking that you, you, you know, ra rappers must be like they're Gemini's. You know, they got a uh, Mercury in their, in their, in their chart because they're so talented with regards to Mercury is the mind and speaking and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if you're a Gemini. Probably not, but you probably. I'm, not, I'm a Leo, but I get, I get that. I get, I feel, I feel <laughs> that because you have to to some to have the ability to sort of step out of yourself and write write what someone else might feel also yeah. writing what you'll feel it's, it's it's yeah yeah i get that but i think my writing is is definitely from a, a leo's perspective uh -huh. you know i want to roar i, I want to be heard I mean, you know you probably have some gemini in your other parts of your chart i will look that up i i <laughs> I, I believe you <laughs> no, i'll tell you about that later but so and, and andy i know you're an artist as well and producing is also not, not an easy thing i mean it takes talent and everything a lot of work and I know you're also a DJ. Right? Yes. Yeah. Do you yeah. still DJ a lot? Not very much recently. It's just been a bit quiet with COVID, and um, you know, went um, yeah. a bit quiet just before COVID, or just you know, leading up to COVID, and and it's hard. I mean, both 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 me and Reddy work as well. So I work. This is we're doing this in a recording studio in Bristol where I work. So I work here full time. Reddy works full time, and so you have to kind of you have to give your time when you're not working to the most important things. And sometimes DJing is really good. I love DJing. It's absolutely, I've always been DJing for years and, and love it. But, um, it, you know, if it suddenly takes up two evenings out of two evenings when you could be making music, then I can't, mm -hmm. you know, to kind of yes, to prioritize making music sort of thing. So, but yeah, no, I do, I do love, I do love DJing. And also we, we haven't played live much. We've played, we've played live a few times, but that gives me a bit of a chance just to, I know, right? I mean, he he can do his thing, and you can do the DJing thing too. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, so, yeah, that's yeah. why I'm saying it's such a great collaboration. Yeah, 
yeah no it's it a blessed sort of thing and also i don't have to do you know some some rappers and some vocalists are quite sort of um kind of just sort of do their thing on the, on the on the stage and the, the person behind us to sort of do something to kind of to make it or something but really it's just such a natural front person it's just like takes a whole crowd goes into the crowd dances in the crowd and I, all i have to do is just kind of make sure i press play at the right time and just do a little bit of, you know. <laughs> he does more than that he's he's being he's being extremely uh, modest there <laughs> So this album, All Welcome on Planet Rebo. Now, I, from what I understand, this it was recorded and produced in in this amazing studio that was it's called Christchurch Studio. That was also where the Massive Attack album, Mezzanine, the amazing album, was was produced. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So, how did you guys like decided to do it there? Well, this is this is where I work. This is this, this is the studio. So I used to come and I, I used to have a band at the end of the nineties called Alpha, and we signed to Massive Attack's record label called Melancholic. They had a record label at the end of the nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Horace Andy, Lewis Parker, Craig Armstrong, Sinner, and Alpha were basically the sort of. Oh, band. Craig Armstrong. So, um, <laughs> I, and, I love uh, Craig Armstrong. <laughs> so we used to, I used to come here, and Massive Attack had the had the floor above here. And had two two rooms and a sort of couple and some sort of you know, a production room. And oh, stuff so like that's that. where you guys are right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is the yeah. It's kind of it's got a bit of a past this building. So it's it's funny of... that you say that because it almost feels a bit full circle as you say that. I'm thinking like the first time, first few times I came here myself, I remember seeing one of the the plaques on the wall. Was it the Batman? You know they done. Yeah, was that's it? Bob and Tim did. Yeah, did yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I saw. Uh, was it a platinum? It was a platinum, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. It was sort of platinum plaque. And at that point, I did just feel like, oh, do you know what? The work we're going to do here has to be a certain way. Do you know what I mean? It just sort of, something just sort of said, do you know what? The work here is going to be great, but you're going to make it great. You're going to have to make it great because it's a it's a waste of 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 energy in this in this building. Do you know what I mean? So um. It's, it's, it's great that you say that because it's something that I tend to forget about, but actually the building itself has got a lot of history, you know? Yeah, it, it surely does. Um, so I know you have an EP that came out, it's called Space, Space Box, and I know you have several remixes there. Uh-huh. And I know one of them is, is, a, is from uh, the cover, the album cover is from uh, Shepard Fairey. Yeah, yeah, actually designed yeah. that one, mate. Yeah, that's a, that's great. It, that's a limited edition. Yeah, basically, it was a, it was a, it was all came about by this this amazing person called Joe Cassidy, who's um, so the the guy who runs the record label who's putting the record out. One of his best friends, a guy called Joe Cassidy, was in a band called Noise with Shepherd Ferry. He's 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 been in yeah he had a project called Butterfly right. Child and Assassins and and um Joe we we hooked up with Joe and then he just um. Yeah, he's just he was an amazing person. He just sort of, you know, said about you know them doing some remixes for us, and we did some remixes for them, and then he got Shepard to do the cover for, of the seven inch and stuff. That's and it was great. All great. I'm just I'm just admiring the the font. I mean, I, I know that there's amazing, a, right? Yeah, it's, based, it's, a, it's, it's a great. The, it's based on the on the band the Carpenters. Yeah, yeah, I noticed. Yeah, it, I, it's so like '70s psychedelic, you know, kind of trippy. I, I love it. Yeah, and I love the color. It's so Shepard Fairy. Yeah, you know, yeah, and uh, just amazing. So, is, is that is that available right now on yeah, vinyl? That's, 
Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, yeah. that's a seven inch. We can you can get that on Bandcamp. On our yeah, Bandcamp. you can get that on Bandcamp. But also, um, I think on the out, I think the album that's come out on vinyl. The, there's different versions of the, of the album. The, the first version that came out on Friday is blue vinyl, uh, which comes with a, a ten inch of remixes, including a remix we did of of um, of Noise of Shepherd and Joe's band. Yeah, that's a great um, remix too. And then the next, I think next week, the black final album comes out and that comes with a seven inch, the seven inch space box. Oh yeah. And by the way, I have a shirt. See, I don't, oh. I thought I said obey. I thought yeah. I, I said obey. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this is the Gothic version. See, right, oh, that's, that's cool. Great. That's cool. It's actually, it's really quite, um, the whole noise thing and the shepherd thing is, is really quite special to us because I know Andy mentioned Joe, um, who sort of was quite an integral part of that link up happening and he he unfortunately passed away so for yeah. us it, it was really nice for us but everybody to to have something which was sort of made at, at a period of time which now is 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 can be be shared do you know what i mean yeah i i was i was looking at that too yeah so noise also did a remix on on and you guys remix one of their songs right yeah, so Noise did a remix of, of Spacebox and Joe's another Joe project that Joe had called Batbirds, um, with a guy called Aaron, really cool guy. Um uh, they so that's the seven inches, both of those both remixes of um a Spacebox. And then then Joe asked us to do versions of of two tracks that um Is Automatic one of them, right? Automatic Yeah, yeah. I love that track. So yeah, yeah to get, got us to do two uh, versions of two of their tracks and they already released a sort of 10 track EP a few years ago, remixes by Moby and My Chemical Romance and all these different sort of versions uh -huh. of the two tracks. But Joe said he wanted to do it like a five year special edition. So we did versions of both um, uh, Little Lions and Automatic. Um, and Joe mastered them once we'd, once we'd mixed, once we'd recorded them, really came into the vocals and it was all just, yeah, it, all came, it, it was just, uh, it just came out really well, you know. But then sadly, Joe, Joe died sort of soon after that. and. Um, but then um, Shepard was keen for the tracks to come out, so so Guy from the label suggested that we put this ten inch of um, we had these other amazing remixes done by the Bug and Dalek and Object Object and and um, and Guy said to Shepard, "Hey, can we put this version of your track on on the CP? So it's going to come out, um, yeah, coming out at the same time. So I think the video will come out next week. I think so. Oh, okay, wow." Well, congratulations on the debut album. It's gonna. It was. It was already released. It's out on. Uh, some people wanted to check out your music. They can go to YouTube as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. videos out there. Um, is the YouTube? Is it a art? Is it Re Revo? Um, YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah. It's called Planet Revo. I think if you go to Planet, Planet Revo. Revo. Okay. Yeah, and I, and we're always putting up the links for the digital streaming up on the socials. So like, it's Planet Revo on Instagram uh revo on facebook and we're always, we're always just regurgitating and popping out those links so i know a lot of people listen to music on their phones so we've got the the streaming links which just take you straight to your direct um your whatever your choice is uh Bandcamp, you can you can buy the buy the physicals um and it's all those physicals as well it's, it's pretty cool as we're just trying to give people as much as possible as well so with this album like andy said the blue vinyl the black vinyl get it in enough time you get you get uh you get the orange uh vinyl with it the 10 inch with with it and it's just trying to give back as much as as possible really do you know what i mean because i think as 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 an artist and as a, a lover of music it's 
it's always rare. It's always nice when you feel like you've got something from somebody. Do you know what I mean? You know, so I think when we make music, we sort of always try and hold that. We hold ourselves accountable to trying to give people something. Here's a bit of us. Here you go. Like, you know. Yeah, that, that, that's a really, uh, that's really, that's really good. It's amazing. You know, so if any, do you guys have anything coming up? Anything? Uh, you, are you working on a new? I, I know you just released this. Any, any any plans for the future? We got we got. It was quite interesting because we ended up we we had so many different tracks. Um, we worked so quickly together. Yeah, we, yeah. We, there's one time I got to, I got to tell you this one time. Which I always sort of just always makes me laugh every time I think about it. I, I sent Ready four four beats on a Monday or something like that, or on a Tuesday. I said, oh, here's four new beats I'd sort of done over the last few weeks, and he he, he messaged and said, I, I can come in on Friday. I've only got 40 minutes and then um, I went, oh, that's fine, you know, and he said, I'll get, just load up the first one. He turned up at sort of five o'clock and went into the, into the booth over there and did the first track, did the first, did two takes of the, of the main vocal, did a double, did an ad lib, load up the next track in 40 minutes, recorded four tracks and then just went, got, came out of the booth and went, got to go mate, you know, and he, and he just went and we just had four, if only life was like this where you could just kind of <laughs> make four, four tracks in, in 40 minutes, do you know what I mean? So, and so then yeah. we had to sort of pick what's going to go on that album. So we've, yeah, yeah. outside of making more music, we've got we've got music we still need to d decide oh, stuff on. But it's again, it's, it's the building. As soon as we step in here, Andy might play something or we might have an idea. So it's just, it's it's always happening. Do you know what I mean? It's all, always ready to, to happen. So um, we're definitely going to be making more music. Just want to, push this album as much as possible, get it out to enough ears, um, hopefully get back on shows. Cause as, as COVID we had, we had things planned. COVID just sort of stopped that. Um, yeah, so it's just trying to build, build that momentum up again. The good thing as well, because we, because we, we kind of work so well together and, 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 um, and we're quite, quite prolific when we do actually get a chance to sort of do stuff together. We've got loads of tracks we forgot about. And even just last week, I just remembered a track beeper. Yeah, and I completely forgot. I just beat. I did ages and ages ago, and and sent it to Relly. Relly came in and did a vocal. Maybe two months. I don't know. I can't remember. At that. some point yeah. in the last in the last six months, came in and did a vocal. I just sort of quickly bounced it off at the time, and um and I was just sort of going through tracks and just went oh, and I I, I was I played a track which I thought was an instrumental, and there was a whole a full vocal track on it. It's just like, you know, it's it's really amazing how some some guys you know they record stuff and they put it aside and then. Many years later, it becomes the unreleased version, you know. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, and then everybody wants it at that point because, like, whoa, it's unreleased. Let's get, let's grab it. Yeah. So yeah. that's really great, yeah. you guys. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I totally get it. Well, you know, congratulations on this. Big shout out to uh, Shauna from Shameless Promotion PR. Always doing a great job. Yeah. What wonderful clients. Um, we're looking forward to um to the next release and this one, of course. And uh, I'm gonna go. People want to check you out. It's uh, again, you're on Bandcamp, Revo, and I'll put the link in the bottom of the video. It's R E E, and then there's a dash. That's there right. Dash? Yeah. Okay, and then yeah. V O. So what what is what is that what does that mean, Revo? It's really hard to sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it made sense at the time, but I can't quite remember it now. I, th I think it was. Um, I think there was a track that. Which I think became protein, I think, which had a sample from, and one of the words in the sample was revolution. So I think it was, we just called it Revo, 
as a short oh, thing. Like, to like it's like revolution. <laughs> yeah, so it's, quite, it's, 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 it's the word revolution, so it's kind of, I guess yeah, it kind yeah. of vaguely came from that, and then we just kind of... Then we sort of adopted it. It just felt yeah. like, yeah. It just felt right. Just added the dash just to make it more tricky to find us on social media. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's wonderful. Thank you so much for both of you guys for for joining me on, on the show. Pleasure. No, pleasure. Thanks for having us yeah, yeah. And, and thanks for all your listeners to to tuning in and catching up with us and, and checking our stuff out. And and again, Revo from Bristol, England, Andy Spaceland and T Relly. Uh, well, wonderful guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Thank Nocturnal. You. Thank you.